Hey, what is up? Welcome to another episode of the Fire From Heaven Philosophy. We are still continuing the short-lived artist versus the enduring artist. And we are getting close to finishing, actually. At least what I have written. You know, there are some things I might go through, edit and add, or take away. This episode is going to be a short one, um, because I don't have a whole lot here for chapter 7, and um, I want to get onto chapter 8 after recording this, like right after, so so I can uh, possibly have two episodes up today. But anyway, so let's uh, get on with it. The short-lived artist waits for the right resources, the enduring artist is the master bootstrapper. He is resourceful with what he has now. He is capable of working with few things. He is faithful with the small things. The short-lived artist is always concerned with the right resources in order to create. He needs the right equipment, the right tools. If he doesn't have them, it just won't measure up to the quality that he knows he is capable of. So... He will sit and wait for the opportune time when the stars align, he has everything he needs, and then he will finally create something. The enduring artist cares about having the best resources for what he is doing, but he is not dependent upon having them. He will work diligently to acquire them, but he knows there is plenty he can do to start creating now. He just has to dig deep and get creative. He also knows if he can be resourceful with little simple things and create a decent work from them, that when he acquires the right resources he knows are perfect for what he is doing, he will utilize them that much more. He will squeeze every drop of use out of them, and he will know how to do it. The short-lived artist will have no experience, and in the time he waited, he could have been cultivating the skills needed to utilize the right resources he was waiting to acquire, so when he got them, he could make every use he could out of them, but instead, he'll spend months just learning how to use the new resources when he finally gets them. So, this is a pretty short chapter, and, um, uh, yeah, I'm definitely thinking, uh, I'm gonna try and go through some of these shorter ones and add some more, uh, and possibly take a little bit out of the longer ones. Um, man, some of the longer ones we actually spent like several episodes on that were like full episodes, but some of these have only been, have been pretty short episodes, but, uh, again, like what I'm always trying to get after here in this book is doing, yeah. I've literally said this the last several episodes. The emphasis is always on the doing, okay? You're never going to always have all the right things you need. You're never going to have, like, all the right circumstances. If it's not, if if you have one thing, you're going to not have one, another thing, you know? It's always going to be something. There's always going to be something. So the point is finding a way to do, regardless of what's going on around you. 
which is essentially bootstrapping. It's, you know, working with what you've got and uh, getting creative with what you've got and uh, squeezing every last drop of use out of the, the little things that you got. And, um, yeah. You know, um, I think a lot of these... Uh, shorter chapters, I might go through and try to add some of my own personal stories, because, like, with this one, I can, uh, I can really, like, in my own story, like, producing music, for example. Um, I started out on, like, a $100 laptop and had no idea what I was doing. It wouldn't have made a difference if I got a $100 laptop or... 500 or $5,000 laptop, it would have made a difference. The only difference would be that I wouldn't know how to use all the tools available on a more expensive one. That's not to say that you shouldn't get one, especially if you can afford it. You know, just giving that example, if like your music producer or whatever. Especially... Musicians, we don't want all the cool toys, and we want all the right toys. We want the cool guitar, the sick pedal, you know, the sick setup, you know, a sick vocal booth and everything. Oh, I could, <laughs> I could share some uh, stories about that. You know, one time, uh, you know, living in apartments, like now, I don't have to worry about it because I live in like in a house. Um, about using a vocal booth to kind of silence things, because because I do death metal and I scream whenever I'm recording and stuff. But when I was living in apartments, at one point I was like, well, "I gotta do something," you know. So I made a vocal booth out of cardboard, <laughs> and you know some of that uh, padding you can order. You know that's that's bootstrapping. <laughs> that's taking like the small things that you have and being creative with them. I literally took a couple of cardboard boxes I bought from Walmart, some duct tape, and some uh, what's it called? Sound foam or whatever. You know those little foam things. You know supposed to keep sound in or whatever, or keep sound out. Um. And put that on, I lined the inside of this box, this, like, I stacked several boxes on top of them, and, uh, on top of each other, taped them together, so, so where it was, like, my height, and lined it with the, the, um, the foam on the inside and part of the outside, I just used what I had, I didn't have enough foam to cover all, of, all of the inside and outside, and then... I would put a blanket over it, actually several blankets over it, and I would essentially scream in the dark. <laughs> I would have to have the lyrics memorized, and you know, I'd, I'd press record on my computer, then I'd quickly get under uh, the blankets that are hanging over the front part, and ha have the microphone, I actually had to drill a hole into the box to where I could put the microphone stand sticking through, because I can't put the microphone stand inside of it, because it's too narrow of a box. It was stick through, so the microphone was, you know, sticking through, it was in there, and it was, it was a pain in the butt trying to get it adjusted the right way and everything, and I would, I would scream, <laughs> you know, that's how I recorded my first album, so, you know, that's just, um, yeah, I definitely think I'm going to include that in the book now, like, that story, um, 
you know, that's just one example, you know, like I started out, uh, before I got distracted, remembering the story about the, the vocals, uh, my, my homemade vocal booth, <laughs> I was, uh, talking about, you know, I started out with a laptop and, um, I think I, uh, I bought a recording, uh, DAW, I used Reaper for a while. Some of you music producers might know what that is. It's a pretty great one. It worked great for me for a while. And um, used that on a cheap $100 laptop. And and uh, I uh, was able to, you know, bootstrap with that for quite a while. Uh, you know, recording not, not very great sounding songs. But, yeah, the point is, it was something that I could, I could work with. And I could start doing. I, and, you know, the point of doing is to learn. So I was able to, to do, regardless of how poopy it sounded. And uh, I was able to, I was just able to do, you know. I was able to, to just even utilize that one small thing. And do something with it. And that eventually helped grow into, you know, what I do now, Fire From Heaven. Um which I don't want to toot my own horn, but it sounds, it, I would at least say it sounds way better than those did, okay? And, you know, it's just been lots of, uh, several years of struggle and constant learning and constant growing, you know, to, to get to this point where I finally feel like I'm making decent quality music. But, like, if I if I was just, like, waiting for the right resources or you know, whatever, like, the, the right setup, like, even now, the setup I have is pretty bootstrapped, <laughs> honestly, still a cheap computer, maybe a little bit upgraded from the laptop I started out with, but, you know, and, you know, which is great, when I could, when I was able to upgrade some resources, it was massive, because, I was, I knew how to use them, you know, I know, I knew kind of, in general sense, how I've already kind of started using things, rather than waiting till I had all the right resources then going, you know, I was able to, to really squeeze a lot of use out of them, so, principle here, just don't wait for the right resources, bootstrap, do what you can now, that's not to say... You can't get the right resources or anything. Just do what you can now. Make sure you can you you have something that you can do now, okay? Have something you can practice now. Something you could be you could be growing an experience of and things like that. Because there's just no there's no way around it. It's gonna take work. It's gonna take time. It's gonna take experience. It's gonna take a lot of failure. It's going to take a lack of success to develop success. I'm closing that thought. Stay metal.